Hello, you are listening to the Omnitalk Fast Five, brought to you in partnership with the A&M Consumer and Retail Group, Firework, SPS Commerce, and Sezzle. All right, headline number two. In a phrase I never thought I would say this early, a successful fast casual restaurant says it will now go full robot. Full robot, and. According to The Spoon, Sweetgreen CEO Jonathan New- Neiman told investors this week at the William Blair Growth Stock Conference, yes, get your tickets now, that the company plans to have its infinite kitchen robotic make line system installed at all new locations within a five-year time frame. An analyst's note about Neiman's disclosures at the conference also indicates that the early results from the infinite kitchen have been extremely positive. Here is what the analyst had to say, quote, Sweetgreen's first infinite kitchen has proven that the technology works with zero downtime so far and significant benefits related to faster throughput and improved portioning and order accuracy with, with less labor intensity and greater job satisfaction so far. <laughs> Goes without saying. We believe the infinite kitchen has the potential to structurally change Sweetgreen's labor model as roughly half of variable labor stems from assembly. End quote. David. It's kind of a two-parter. What do you think of this move? And even if you like it, would you have said it publicly? As a consumer, I am a fan of it uh, for a few reasons. Not only uh, the accuracy, which I've actually never had issues with accuracy, but I'm sure there's some pretty complex custom orders out there and portion size. Mm-hmm. But during lunchtime, you can wait 45 minutes for your sweet green. And, you know, I at moments, I will not actually go to Sweetgreen because I know the line is so long during lunchtime. So I'm actually really curious to see how this will impact foot traffic and actually how many more people will go now knowing that during lunchtime, it can be, the line can be super, super long. So from a consumer aspect, I think now if the line is cut down in half because throughput's so much faster, I think that's super interesting. And so there's a top line piece to this also. Yeah, you were um, excited about this topic, right? Like you were like, "Yeah, I'm a sweet green guy." Oh, like I'm, I, I'm actually, I get my salads there a lot, right? Hey, you're yeah, like, sweet green, call me. I want to yeah. be an influencer. I want, I want to be an ambassador. <laughs> um, I'm actually after this going to go to a sweet green. Uh, Reconsulting sweet green. Yeah, oh, yeah that's how yeah. much you like it. Bring, bring me on. You know, forget about the business side. I just want to help. I just love you guys. Um, you can pay me in free salads. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm really, I'm, I'm really intrigued that way because. If it can mitigate the 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 tie the weight, then I think you're going to start seeing a lot more people go. Because I, rem- I as a consumer, I would go and be like, "Oh, this line's way too long. I'm, I'm not. I don't have this time." So that would be really interesting. Um, in terms of uh, you know, when I put my financial hat on, I'm really curious to see how this will actually play in the long run in terms of capex. And mm. yeah, it might have a huge impact on variable labor costs. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, what is the actual investment needed to scale something like this? And then what happens if there are issues and you need to fix that? Think about, do they have the amount of labor to actually fulfill the orders? And so there's a lot of nuances that they'll have to figure out once the, this pilot goes live. But, you know, innov- uh, Sweetgreen has always been innovative. Mm-hmm. Uh their their app is one of the best apps in the market. I know they initially went all credit card, which they had to back out for 
certain reasons, but mm-hmm. they are really at the forefront of this. I know Chipotle has Chippy with uh, making some tortillas, but they've I don't think they've ever publicized it the same way that Sweet Green is doubling down. I'm really curious. So I, I think if if it's done correctly, it could be it could be a huge game changer as it relates to more people going. So. So let me push you though, because you, you kind of didn't answer the second question. Would you have made this announcement? No, not no. yet. Not yet. I would have, you know, I don't know enough. I don't think we know enough about the pilot. Yeah. And so I think it would have been interesting to understand how the pilot works in different geographies, the difference between a lunch and a dinner time. Because dinner time, you go there, there you don't need this level of output. And so it really is a lunchtime focus. And once they have more data and learnings and they're going to potentially scale it nationally, then I think I probably would have doubled down on it. Yeah, it's hard to understand the value from doing that, I think, too. Chad, what do you think, though? So first of all, I got to call Schneid out on being a complete liar. I've, I've, <laughs> uh, I've sat next to him when he's gotten like his sweet green order wrong or something like that. And like, you know, I, I've witnessed his extreme prima donna customization and what happens when it goes <laughs> wrong. Know, and you know, it's like, so pedantic about chicken. his dressing. You know what it is? Yeah. It's the double chicken. That's it's the, the double chicken and like which I think that's of, your new nickname, Dave. Double chicken. Double chicken. <laughs> double chicken. <laughs> double yeah. chicken like which which the lusker and double chicken back here for a fast <laughs> nice time you'll never nice. forget nice yeah uh, which cilantro vinaigrette he gets uh, so anyway um don't be a hater that's no, delicious all good all good so <laughs> so i think it's I, so i think it's interesting chris your question on like whether to announce this or not and 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 i looked at it in terms of like what they were saying in the announcement mm-hmm. as well it's like it's important to recognize why retailers make tech investments, right? I mean, it's number one, to create some sort of operational efficiency and enhance margin. Two, to improve customer experience and differentiate as a retailer. And three, of course, to sell more goods, right? And stock they, price. It's the stock price. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering is the key here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. I mean, so, you know, Dave is kind of hitting on the, the customer experience angle. And I think that's great. I don't think you make this investment for you know, order accuracy, you know, kind of is the primary, I think you have to have line of sight to labor reductions um, or, you know, like electronic shelf labels and grocery, like at least Ooh. free labor up to do other things, if not save labor dollars completely. And, you know, it might be hard to go out and publicly and say like, Hey, we're going to be able to reduce workforce and stuff like that. But ultimately I, I think it has to, in order to, to generate the, the returns. And so yeah. if that works, then, uh, you know, yeah, the investor, the, the, the consultant in me says it's a great example of strategically using technology to create kind of a sustained operational improvement, uh, reduce labor and increase margin at a time when these labor shortages are very real and, and hindering retailers operations. Well, I think it's the payback, Chad. It's, you know, the CapEx, the investment versus, you know, the ongoing labor improvement and, and potential foot traffic. Right. Against how much investment you can get from the market too to build this out based on the idea and the concept that you've now put out there that people are going to potentially get excited about. That's the part I hadn't thought about till you guys just started talking about this. But Ann, what's your take? I I 100% am in support of this. I you, think are. Fu- I think that, you are. 100%. You are. 100%. I think this future-proof sweet green for uh, across multitudes of reasons, like what we're talking about, number one with the labor shortage, like Yes, you're saying that we're we're eliminating humans from the production process here, but 
they can't find the workforce to do that. And is that going to change? I don't know. I think this allows Sweet Green to keep things consistent, allows them to keep price consistent, allows them the opportunity to be open more hours. I mean, if in theory, you know, this should allow yeah. Sweet Green to be open 24 hours a day at some point in time without having to worry about, you know, whose shifts are available and and when people want stuff. If Dave wants his double chicken salad I, you're getting, at, at five in the morning, dream. Avoid like, dream. it should be available. So I think it makes a lot of strategic sense. The other thing that I think we didn't hit on that I'm, I think that they'll be able to now gather from this potentially is when you go and order sweet green in person, they're not collecting the data from the app that they're getting when you order ahead. So what are they able to glean from the, the like the multiple orders in store where you're, you're not collecting the information about Dave's double chicken. You're just fulfilling the order, fulfilling the order over and over again. And now you'll be mm. able to, through a mobile process, understand like, what are people's preferences? Do they like a mixture of the cilantro vinaigrette and the Italian vinaigrette? Like, how do we come up with new recipe concepts or new Ooh, that's cool. creations? That. Like, as a result of this larger collection of data. So, I think I think this is going to be a great move for Sweet Green. I think somebody's got to do it in the QSR space, wow. and they're going to be the ones to go to go for it. And I I would be happy if I was a shareholder right now. Wow. I, I, I'm going to go in a different direction here. Like, first of all, those points are great, Anne, but I think you could do that without going full robotic. You could get that same thing just by forcing a mobile interaction with your restaurant too, if you wanted to, like they could still make the order from that point. And I'll say this too. I, one thing I've never wanted at 2 AM is spinach leaves, you know, like that's just not, not my thing. But, um, the, the, the thing I worry about with this is, and I'm gonna say this kind of in jest, but when you make this announcement nationally and you're trying to roll out your brand nationally, I think there's going to be some calls to boycott sweet green, particularly by the younger generations, because you're like, hey, we're just not going to use labor to the full extent here. We're going robots. Yeah. And so, yeah. What's that? No, I, that that was yeah. my point. I agree with you. Yeah. If it's going to happen. Right, Chad. I mean, so that's the thing. So, like, I don't understand. There's nothing that good that comes out of saying this publicly especially when it's like a five-year horizon. You could just roll this out quietly and get the same benefit, which makes me think, that's why I was saying the thing about the investors before, like they're trying to gin this up, it makes me wonder. And then I go, well, why are you doing that? If you're a good brand, why do you need to do that? Why do you need that extra zhuzh to your investors at this point? That makes no sense to me, but you know, from the benefits are probably there. Like, right, the biggest thing right now is employees aren't showing up. So you don't have that risk. You don't have to worry about employees showing up to their, their shifts. So- I, I agree with you, Ann, that like over time, we're going to see this. Like if you can make a salad with robots, you can wrap a burrito, you can probably make a pizza too. I just wouldn't have taken this approach with it because it feels more risky than it ultimately needs to be, but time will tell. So I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not a, not a fan of it from that perspective, but I do think we're going to see more and more of it for sure. hundred It's a public market. Yeah. Play here. It's, yeah. It's, to juice up the uh, the stock price potentially, right? Yeah, and that's strange Are, to me for a brand that's doing supposedly so well. 